Hey everyone, welcome to Real You Podcast, it's Mark. Hope everyone had a great holiday. I uh, have a really good friend named Leah. Some of you know her. She's uh, like a spiritual daughter to me for many, many, many years now. But she's also like a friend and she's sometimes is a mentor and a counselor to me. I mean, that's just how relationships evolve sometimes. And uh, we were doing our summer book club here a few weeks ago, and I remember that she brought up the the subject of um, she had just gone to seminar concerning walls and fences and creating healthy boundaries for our lives, and I that that whole deal has been stuck in my mind, and especially talking with a good friend of mine this weekend, trying to help them process some things in their life and. Um, this subject came up again, and I and I used it as a tool to help them get unstuck. But um, I want to talk today a little bit about these walls and um, fences in our lives. Um, when I when I talk about being vulnerable and having courage and being transparent, really manifesting the real you. I mean, we're going to have to come to this place at some point. We're going to have to come to a place of vulnerability, transparency, um, and having the courage. You know, the word courage is is an old Latin word from way back, and we've changed it into more like being brave or bravery or conquering or a warrior or a hero. But the original language of courage is C-O-R and, and courage or however you say it, and the original intent of that word was to tell one's um, true, full story with one's whole heart. And that takes a lot of courage, especially in our day and age. Um, we live in the world of appear, you know, appear to every appear to everyone to be got it going on. And we live in the world of suck it up. And we live in the world of you think you got a problem. And we... Uh, it's very hard anymore nowadays to tell your whole story with your whole heart because of the fear of of retribution, judgment, and shame. And um, I saw a great post today, which I've seen it before, but on Facebook that says, you know, welcome to Facebook where everything's perfect and the world is just peachy keen. So Facebook is sort of reflects... A lot of our, um, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it's not that you want to air out your dirty laundry with everybody, okay? That's not courage. That's to, that's just being stupid. Um, Jesus called it casting your pearls before swine. But I don't want to, like, live in a world of, of fake fakeness. We can, we can never come to our real self because we have yet to own who we are, where we live, our name and address. We just keep projecting these false realities. But deep down inside, we know it's all a lie. And we're just looking for someone to trust and love. And I I used to tell people that, um, you know, years ago, I was learning that, you know, if I tell you that I love you, all right, let's just say that. If I tell you that we're in a relationship and I love you, then that means I have opened myself up to the opportunity and the um, the realm that I could be hurt by you, you cannot you cannot be you should not be you don't really love someone unless you give them access 
to the intimate part of you where that you could be hurt by something they say or something they do or uh, an opinion that they have maybe of you or whatever. And so I, I'm afraid that a lot of our love, and it, and it says that in Matthew 24, in the end times, the love of many will wax cold because the men shall become lovers of self more than lovers of God. In other words, a part of loving self is preserving self and then defending self and projecting self. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like we have these, we have a major identity crisis because in America, we think we are what we do. We think we are better because of where we live and we're more important because of what we own and and we're more privileged because of who we know and and the reality that has nothing to do with who you really are at your core like what really goes on inside your brain when you're all alone by yourself who are you and 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 you know can you survive that world without having external stimulation all the time and i think that's why recreation and sports and music and phones and all the stuff it's just so to keep people busy and act activity um we just to keep from having to dig into our true self and so i wanted everybody to know that when i talk about vulnerability um i'm not talking about just being stupid and and being trampled over or whatever and and just being being vulnerable being truly vulnerable and having courage and living the transparent life is knowing who to be transparent with for one thing and jesus didn't just go around telling everybody everything to some group he said you're not ready to know to some group he said you know you're blind but then then there's another group of people that were around him that had access to the inner depths of his mysteries and he said to you you're my friends and i give you privilege what I'm saying is there's got to be uh, there's got to be a, a the kingdom revolution to where the, there's got to be opportunities for us to be able to be vulnerable and transparent with somebody besides just our spouse. It's part of the kingdom way and uh, it's part of the coming out and being real and all that stuff. And I don't I don't like the idea of being real. Uh, we used to do home group years ago. Uh, when I first came up to Detroit and we would do home groups and and people would say, well, I'm just being real. I'm just giving you my, I'm just, I'm just being me. That's just who I am. I said, no, you're arrogant, prideful, and ridiculous. That's what you are. Don't, don't use being real as an excuse for, to be dysfunctional. You know, just say, well, that's just me. I'm never, I'm never changed. I'm just being real. No that's not what i'm talking about the real you is not like that that's your dysfunctional you that you think is you so anyway i want to get off that subject for a second but i just want everyone to know when we talk about vulnerability and transparency and courage it scares the crap out of everybody i realize it i know it we all know that it's those that are closest to us that have hurt us and wounded us and we all have that experience and if you haven't then you're not alive or you're a liar or you're psychotic and you have no feelings because every one of us have had that situation every one of that's part of life and that's part of the life that i want to conquer and i want to navigate and i want to manage myself through and 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 heal what needs to be healed and preserve what needs to be preserved and fix what needs to be fixed inside of me 
so that the real me, because the real us is full of glory and the likeness of God dwells there. There's love and there's energy and there's support and empathy and sympathy. There's all kinds of wonderful treasures inside. In so much that even I think Paul or Timothy said we have this treasure in this earthen vessel that if it be dissolved, we would see the glory of God. You know, the glory of God. We always cry out, want to see the glory of God. The glory of God is within all of us. It's just we haven't managed to walk out our life in such a way to manifest it. So I want to get back on the idea of walls and uh, fences, boundaries. To be vulnerable does not mean you let anybody do anything you want to because you have to because you don't have a say, you don't have a voice, you don't have an opinion. That's not it. That's That could be further from the truth. I, I love what Dr. Phil said years ago. Me and my wife use it all the time, that you teach people how to treat you. So if you let people run over you, you have actually, in, in, in a way, taught them that that behavior is okay. And I'm here to tell you that it's not okay. And sometimes you... You got it, but but what happens is, when when someone first gets hurt, it's like Joshua chapter six verse one. Joshua chapter six verse one says, "And Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel, and none went in, and none went out." And when you have walls around your heart, when you have the immediate the immediate thing for the most natural reaction in humanity is to feel hurt, abandoned, rejected. Uh, shame and to go into a place and build a wall around your heart for safety and protection. That's the initial reaction. And it sounds like a good idea. It's an immediate fix. But the problem is um, you become comfortable behind those walls and it does a real number to you because now, it, like the walls of Jericho, Joshua 6 1 says, none went in, none came out. In other words, um, there's no inner social interaction. The people that have walls, now listen to me. The people that have walls are the people that are sitting out there saying, I will never let this, 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 or this. I will never let that happen to me again. I'll never be hurt like that again. I'll never trust another preacher again, another person, another male. These are symptoms of walls. When you use the word never, and I won't let and and those are those are like words if you don't have the tools it's going to happen again and I'm trying to help people navigate with some real tools to navigate real life and if you have a wall around your heart it seems really good at first and it's a safety and you just shut down and you put everyone but the bad part there won't be no more bad things come against your heart but there won't be any light to be able to get in there either. So you, if you kind of, if you're going to build a wall against all evil or harmful words or people, um, then you're going to build a wall without knowing it against the light and the love and the things that you really need to help heal you and navigate you through this. And I am a living testimony of this. I mean, I call it prophetic paranoia. And stuff starts going down and rumors start slinging as if, (laughs) you know, Jesus told us over and over, you're in good company if people don't like you and don't understand you. But we we don't live in that world. We live in the be nice to me, 
I want everybody to love me and like me. And I do want everybody to love and like me. And I do want everybody to appreciate my life and my walk and my work and my diligence. But the fact of the matter is, it's just not going to happen. And the truth is, I'm going to be misunderstood. And unless you really know me at your at the core of who I really am, you can't really, you can't just dive into any one of my blogs or whatever without being you know critical or uh very few people will just dive in and say yeah man that's great and i understand that but i don't mean to be that way it's not my intention and um but i've learned over the years that living in a walled place is very lonely and it's safe but it's dark and lonely and um you just really can't go anywhere matter of fact proverbs eighteen nineteen. Let me pull it up here. It says, um, a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. And uh, another translation says a fortified city, which really means a city that's heavily guarded and barricaded. As soon as people get offended, the first, the first knee-jerk reaction is to retreat into a walled city. Um, now, People that have walls around their heart don't think for one second that they're not out at work today smiling and being friendly and doing all these things. Don't think about it. Do not. We have learned to fake the funk and go about our life, and especially where I'm from in Oklahoma, you know, we have the southern hospitality that it, it would just be a it would be a shame and a, it would be an outcry to show any real thing that's going on. Because that just wouldn't be faith, brother. But we have learned to sweep under the rug, swallow down, move on, suck it up, and go on with life. So there are people that you're around probably today that have walls around their heart in certain areas. But they're smiling. They're carrying on. They go out on the weekends. And many of these, many of these people go to church with you every Sunday. But you never know that they have a wall around them. They seem community, they seem healthy, They seem, but there's just one part of their life that has a wall around it, and they're stuck. And so that's what these next few podcasts is going to be about, these walls and fences. So I want to keep these short, so this, this is going to be the end of chapter of number one of this topic of healthy boundaries, vulnerability, these kind of things. I hope you all are having a great week. God bless. Talk to you soon.